0: moment bound to get hotter well it's going to get really hot now how are you steve Vines? it
1: is sizzling and, and that's even without talking about the gba which i thought GBA? i'd get in nice and GBA. early gba he
0: sent me an email the other day and it said behave yourself or i'm going to send you on this <laughs> it was some gba course yes, yes
1: there's, there's a new thing that, that somebody's filling my my email box up with it's sort of daily updates on latest developments you're the on great some of, lists that i you know can it's, unsubscribe. it's quite a it's quite
0: a worry <laughs> oh I, I wouldn't i love subs- the way they spin it though it's like one it's like a sort of 18th
1: 13th holiday brochure, isn't it? Yes, all the yes. euthanasia. <laughs> Latest things from the Greater Bay Area. Yeah. They're, they're going to have, apparently, apparently, there's going to be sky in the Greater Bay Area. No Did kidding. you know that? Yeah, no Yeah, it's fantastic. But let's let's look at another acronym before we get too excited by the GBA, which is the MTR. You're going to say that. <laughs> so the MTR. I got your signals there. Yeah. So the MTR. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> so the MTR. The MTR, as we know, has problems. Uh, don't hold the front page on that one.
0: Can we just put it out there that everybody knows that in how many years they've had no problems? So do you know what I'm trying yeah, to
1: say? Yeah. Uh, well, and the, the, the was, a there a was there was our, our, our good friend who's still there. Frederick Marr, the chairman, who's going, oh, I don't understand. The rest of the world thinks the MTR is absolutely wonderful. Why is it only here people are complaining about it? Uh, Mr. Ma? unlike you... The reason is people here use it. I know you've got a chauffeur-driven cars, so it's not your problem, but one of the reasons why people here pay very close attention to it is literally every day millions of people use it. Yeah. So, maybe, so maybe the key is in the fact that it's in Hong Kong. Gosh, who knows? But, I mean, they're up to their old game again. So you have a major incident which shuts down. It was pretty big, this one. It was a big one. (laughs) You had a a head-on train collision due to signaling failure, which shut down um, part of the MTR system, the Tune 1 line, for two days. And the MTR's up to its old tricks again. Whoa. It's nothing to do with us. That awful company Thales, which supplies the signaling system. And they're French. And they're French. (laughs) Mind you. Maybe they're right about that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to prejudge this because we don't know. And indeed we don't know. But it is interesting that within nanoseconds of the conclusion of this event, they're already casting. Who do we blame? Who do we blame? It won't be us. Can't be us. Can't be us. Must be somebody else. Well, it may be. It may well be. But if it is, even if it is these terrible people from France and, you know, to be fair, France is full of a lot of terrible people. I think that's a well well established fact. Even if it is that, um, wait a minute, who's supervising their work? It's on his watch, who's, isn't it? Who's managing the system? Uh, you know? know? So, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I don't know. I just, I cannot believe that the MTR risks no opportunity to shovel <laughs> shovel the blame down the road. And there's all these people jumping up and down talking about finding them, you know, apparently... 25 million, that's a round of drinks, really, in the big 25 picture. Million, 25 million? 25,000 for, 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 per, per delay? I mean, that's, that's less than a cup of tea for those people. Jump change. But meanwhile, meanwhile, in in, in gooder and betterer news, I mean, really good, good news, uh, we, we, we've had advice from Carrie Lam what to do if there's another... Um, Instantly, and remember, Carrie Lam has a lot of experience with the it's MTR. It's like those lift ones when there's a fire. Yes, when there's a fire. <laughs> She's had a lot of experience on the MTR because she went on it once. Do you remember that? She didn't quite know how to operate the the octopus card thing, but Fair she way. got over it. So she is quite an expert on the MTR. And her advice is quite simple: just tell your driver to come a bit earlier. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It's as simple as that. I don't understand. There's all sorts of people complaining they couldn't get to work. Well, just ask your driver to to, to come earlier. I mean, everybody Carrie knows has chauffeur-driven cars, and I assume that applies to everyone who takes the MTR. I mean, I might be wrong about that, but last time I looked, honestly, Uh, I... I, (laughs) That is the reason why they take the MTR. It's just a small issue, then. It's a small issue, but, I mean, honestly,
0: honestly. So what now? Well, I hate ma- to correct you, but it is twenty-five million. Even
1: so, even oh, is so, is it? Is it? It's, it's still around well, the beers. It, it, you it, know it, what it, I mean? It, 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 it. So the twenty-five million is what exactly? I am going to quote. Could now. you please? Are you <laughs> going to
0: quote the RTHK? It says lawmakers have called on the government to impose a huge fine on the MTR of disruption. Blah blah blah. Uh, Transport panel chairman Ben Chan urged the rail operator to put twenty-five million into the penalty fund voluntarily as an apology for right. Monday's incident. All right.
1: What I I think I was referring <laughs> other to. Other is, yeah. is is um, desperately trying to recover the situation. No, don't worry about it. There's no, lots no, no, of fines. No, no. What I'm saying is under the actual. Con- uh, um, Current arrangements—they don't—they're not obliged to pay apology that apology fund. He's he talking—he's yeah. talking about them volunteering to put that money in. It's still not a lot um, in the big it's picture. Still for the MTR, big p- it's still anyway, not a lot in the big picture. Anyway, the really good thing—the <laughs> really good thing would be not to have these incidents, not to spend all management's time looking for somebody else to blame, and get on the job. So what happens now, Steve? Really, you know,
0: crisis management and all well, that they're, stuff. Well, they're changing. I mean, blame, they are, blame, 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 blame.
1: They are changing the management, and then. I mean, we've got to have an open mind, and goodness knows I've never had one of those, but apparently we've got to have an open mind and see if the new management team, which isn't that new because the person who's stepping up as the chief executive uh, is already there. The new bloke's coming in as an accountant, so he'll be good. Um, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But obviously there is something wrong with the way this massive corporation
0: is run. I'm assuming the company that made this equipment is saying our, our gear is fine. I'm well, assuming they, they, are, they, saying they that. are. They are.
1: I mean, it, just it's like so Boeing hap- is saying it. That. So happens there was there was a conference going on in Hong Kong. And their people were over here, and and their argument is that if you're going to run tests, and let's just in case anybody didn't quite get what was going on, okay. the 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 incident occurred while they were testing the system. Mm-hmm. And which is good. I mean, obviously, you test a system before you run it live on the unsuspecting travelling public. And they said, if there are stress tests um, to be held, what you need to do is notify the supplier of the system of what you intend to do so they can proffer advice. And they say they were not specifically advised about this kind of test. So they didn't proffer any advice. I mean... If that is true, I don't know. But, I mean, it seems to me if you weren't asked the question, you can't really
0: be expected to provide an answer. I've got an email here from one sentence, massive, massive long sentence Dave. Go on. (laughs) Good on you, Dave. He says, have you noticed all the politicians coming out of the woodwork? Oh, this is terrible, absolutely terrible. Give the guys a break. He said they're doing a test run. And they had a little problem with a big problem. It's amazing (coughs) how many of these government politicians are actually electrical or mechanical engineers because they have no idea at all. Um, Even their car they don't know how to maintain. So why the hell do we have a penalty? Why the hell do we have a penalty from the general public having to pay for the thing, he says. Why does the public have to
1: Well, play? the public always has to pay, that's why. I mean, you, you know, there is an iron rule, if in doubt, make sure that your average punter pays uh, you know. We're, we're back to the cleaner being uh, charged for, for a hotel that had glass yeah, falling that. out and killing people. I mean, this is the Hong Kong, I'm sorry to say that, but this is the Hong Kong system. Find the scapegoat, that's your first job. Second job is see whether is, you can uh, uh, um, possibly repair that, the is, problem. Is that because once we've
0: We've sort of hung out a scapegoat. Issue closed.
1: Yes, that is their mindset. We've done it, we've fallen on and a it, sword. And this is, the, this is the absolute arrogance of a system, a self perpetuating system, which is run by bureaucrats mm. whose whole lives, whose whole second, what's the word, not second, whose first response to any problem is who do I blame? Not, raison d'etre. Not <laughs> raison d'etre. <laughs> Oh, well, it's a French company. I bet they use that word. I bet they do. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was a French word for it. So, I mean, you know, I, I think this is the problem, is you, you draw your managerial talent from this small pool of bureaucrats. You have the person in charge of the operation, the so-called independent person, which has been Frederick Marr, still is Frederick Marr until he goes, who comes from that small, tiny circle of Jobsworths, who, who go from job to job to job, never actually doing anything but being there. Their main purpose for being is being there. Mm-hmm. And you don't get an improvement. I mean, that is the problem. So the problem really should be to find better management. I'll tell you what interests me and what you've
0: just said. The thing about the company saying you didn't implement it by our rules. Well, but by basically, our, by no, no, I,
1: I think that, by our, by I, I, that whole thing is when you do testing and you want to test by a specific problem, you come to us and you say, "I mean, this is their version Got of it. events. Got I don't it. know if right. it's true." You, you say, "I'm going to test this. What's you know, what's the lowdown on that?" I mean, that kind of makes sense to me. It does. It actually really does. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, net result, lot of people inconvenience, but fortunately Carrie Lam wasn't, so that's good. All right, then. Next. Shall we move on? Talking of Carrie Lam, now, here's a thing. Here's a real interesting thing. So she's going to host a lunch, apparently, at Government House next week for the mayor of Kaohsiung. Oh, yeah. What's that all about? That's Han Guoyin, Han, uh, who who's this charismatic figure who managed to win Kaohsiung, a, a, a stronghold of the Democratic Progressive Party, i.e. the party which China hates most in Taiwan, for the Guomintang, the party it loves most in, in Taiwan. Okay. He's regarded as being the, the great, you know, great white hope of the Guomintang. The and they obviously hope that he's going to run for president and unseat Taiwan or whoever the DPP puts up as a candidate. Well, I mean, this is all Taiwan politics, note. Sure. So why is Carrie Lam getting involved? She's getting involved in a visit here, organised by the liaison office. She's getting involved in promoting somebody, giving him face, bringing him up. She won't talk to anybody else from Taiwan. She won't talk to the government. When you look at this issue with oh, extradition... I know where you're going with this. Yeah. the extradition... This new law that they're trying to bring in, which is wearing the hell out of everybody, is allegedly because of a loophole, which incidentally doesn't exist, but never mind, over extradition between Taiwan and Hong Kong. uh, And it's spurred by a case involving a Hong Kong person who's alleged to have murdered his girlfriend in Taiwan. And Taiwan wants him to come back to face justice there. Right. In all of this, you would have thought that at some time, the Hong Kong authorities would have spoken to the Taiwan authorities about this. They haven't done. They haven't even done that. Well, the Taiwan and authorities was, called them liars, didn't they, yes. basically? No, no. I mean, Carrie actually said this in LegCo on, on, on Wednesday during questions. She said, we haven't had an opportunity to talk to them. Hang on. What about? I mean, you can invite a, you can invite an opposition politician who China wants to promote to lunch. Give him five star treatment at government house. But when you've got an allegedly, I mean, they say it's a pressing matter. They say it requires a change of law. It's so pressing, and you don't even talk to the Taiwanese authorities. Why don't they talk to the Taiwanese authorities? Because the Taiwan government at Taiwanese, the moment, that's why. <laughs> well, no, it's run by the DPP and. China hates the DPP, and the, the weasels here are scared, absolutely petrified, of somebody going up to Beijing and going, That Carrie, she talked to DPP. You hate the DPP, don't you? Oh, yes, we do. Oh, well, it's much safer just to not talk to them. Well, it is, Steve.
0: Let's it, be perfectly <laughs> honest about this. <laughs> but what, meanwhile, using... three And don't go still in with Steve Wines. We got an email. I believe
1: it's from John. We do indeed. and And, and he's saying, what about the wanted tycoon... He says Tycoon hiding in Hong Kong, a convicted felon in Macau, who donated four hundred million bucks to the Karolinska Institute, attended by C.Y. Leung's son. Did um, he actually go? I don't in the know. End. I don't know. I yeah. mean, who he's talking about? Just in case anybody doesn't know, is Lao ming Wai, who's the chairman of of a big listed company, Chinese Estates, who has been wanted um, for various crimes in in Macau for quite a long time, Ooh. and. Um, because, again, there is no agreement for the rendition or extradition, wh- whatever you want to say, between um, Hong Kong and Macau. Uh, he's sitting comfortably in Hong Kong, and they're going, can we have him? And Hong Kong authorities are going, mm, don't think so. But I think there's not much going on. In other words, I don't think anybody's really pressing this. But on the other hand, as John also points out, this week we've also seen the arrival in Hong Kong of both Taksin Shinawa and his sister who are both wanted by the Thai authorities for alleged crimes in Thailand which almost certainly are mainly of a political nature but they claim it's of a, of another nature and what's happened oh they've attended a wedding in 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 fact of taxin's daughter hmm. in in the new Rosewood hotel in Chimsacho, which I'm told is very nice other hotels are available and um, I presume they'll fly out again and nothing will happen so What is interesting about this, and I'm grateful for um, John for pointing this out, is the arbitrary nature of how Hong Kong deals with extraditions. If it's a rich and powerful person, maybe they will or maybe they won't be extradited. Now, if they were to sign, as Hong Kong has done, with a number of other jurisdictions, an extradition agreement, that is a proper agreement which automatically kicks in. So, you know, you say x is wanted for a crime an alleged crime in y country Mm -hmm. the extradition agreement cites what are extraditable offenses so for example if it's a country that has the death penalty and this person is wanted for an offense that could carry the death penalty hong kong probably wouldn't extradite that person because we don't have the death penalty here If it's for another crime that isn't part of the Hong Kong statute Book, again, the extradition agreement probably would specify that you can't be extradited for that sort of crime. So if the Hong Kong government was proposing a proper agreement with other jurisdictions, like the mainland, like Macau, like Taiwan, which listed all of this out, Mm. I don't think anybody would have a problem with that. But they're not. They're actually... suggesting to put into law an ad hoc arrangement under which the chief executive can decide whether or not person X or person Y should be sent across the border. Yeah. And as pigs don't fly, does anybody seriously believe that political considerations rather than judicial considerations wouldn't be part of that decision mm. as to who is being sent across the border? This is pretty much news,
0: to stint, but I believe that the Thai authorities have cancelled their request. There's some little buried stories. And, and I, I also believe I heard an expert say it on Backchat this morning. But I, I think... Oh, I've, really? I think. I, really, I, nobody knew this, I must say, I certainly hadn't heard I, that. I, I think
1: they cancelled it. I mean, that, it. That, that's quite interesting if they have. Yeah. Anyway, the fact of the matter is they hadn't cancelled it at the time exactly. that, um, no, no, that... No, 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 And incidentally, taxing is in and out of Hong Kong like a bad smell. It so he he allegedly lives in dubai these days and apparently you can get an aeroplane between the two places yeah. so uh it's not a, it's not a big sweat for him to come here and he actually uses hong kong as a base to meet all his political acolytes to give them orders as to what to do when they're when they're back in thailand so get's you know, down the watch gets down there <laughs> um spends a lot of money in big hotels what's not to like yeah. but you know if you're mr grubby criminal you know dealing in a bit of this and that, and the tower authorities want you, I think you'd probably be on a plane quite quickly. Absolutely. Again, yeah. you know, and the whole point, I'm sorry to be boring about this, but the whole point about rule of law is uh, it's for everyone. It isn't supposed to be uh, rule of law for very rich people, rule of law for not so rich people, and entirely... Different rule of law for poor people because frankly they deserve it. Yeah. They shouldn't be poor in the first place. I think that's very clear. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm glad we've we've sorted that out. Moving on, moving on. So here we go, here we go. It's our money, oh, yeah. other folks' money. There's nothing nicer than spending other folks' money. So we now hear that the Lanto oh. Lantau mega bloggle Lantau tomorrow, yesterday, Popolis. and part of the GBA um, is going to cost. Oh God, I'm going to read this figure, but try and envisage this. It's going to cost, so they say, $624 billion. And that already doesn't include, for example, the reclamation of um, 700 hectares by Hailing he Chow. And nobody believes that the $624 billion is actually the amount that we spent. Somebody from the South China Morning Post helpfully worked out that no. even if that figure is true, that amounts to over 84,000 bucks per head for every single man, woman and child in Hong Kong. But it's not true. It won't be that sum. It will be bigger. And in case anybody somehow doesn't think this is a big sum, think how much the Bridge to Nowhere is alleged to have cost. The Bridge to Nowhere, which was a massive, great, big waste of public funds. I mean, that that only costs $120 billion, i.e. less than a quarter of the money that they're planning to spend on this megaropolis in in lantau so i mean uh, it's hard to begin where there is a problem with this one is we now know conclusively no point in effing around with it that when hong kong gets involved in mega products products projects (laughs) (laughs) there's always what is i believe in technical terms known as a um Oh, God, I can't say that on the radio. Um, a, a, a something up. A mess up. A mess up. A big, big mess up. So, you know, what everybody says is, if you really can't manage projects of this magnitude, why don't you do smaller projects? Hmm. Here's a, Here's a plan. Why don't you do things that can actually be readily and easily controlled? Number one. Number two, the government claims, I mean, astonishingly, The government claims that that the reason they're going ahead with this is because the public supports it. Apparently there's been... I've never met one person. I've never met one person. But they say, oh, well, we've had a public consultation, which is true. There was a public consultation. You remember it. It was in the newspapers. It was even on RTHK radio, which went on and on about, you know, finding land for housing. The only thing is, this project wasn't mentioned in there. So, I mean, Mystic Mig... Or M- Mystic, Mystic Meg, Meg. <laughs> Mystic Meg who sits somewhere in Tamar said oh well they won't ask the question but we know what the answer was because if they had been asked the question they would have supported this I can feel Brexit parallels <laughs>
0: people are always moaning they didn't promise us that they promised. I know
1: would. I know well they didn't ask I mean the simple fact of the matter is that that big public consultation exercise didn't mention this it mm. wasn't even in the ether at the time that the exercise was was, uh, launched and they are now claiming that this gives them a justification for doing it, even though the question wasn't answered. So... I think the, the other question that wasn't answered was, you know, do people still believe that Elvis was alive? Well, the question wasn't... Actually. <laughs> actually, now you mention it. I mean, the question wasn't asked, but it's quite clear that the Hong Kong public do believe that Elvis lives. I, I mean, I think that's, that's clear as the nose on your face. I don't know.
0: You know, many times over the years, I've said to you, their to-do list is massive, and it's too hard to do. And I yes. think it's massiver now. Well, It's it, insanely it, massive it is, now.
1: It is. I mean, what is so scary... I mean, what, uh, the, the point at which, I mean, okay, it's, it's a project which we know in advance they can't handle. We know in advance will not cost just oh, no $624 way. billion. Dollars. But what we also know, because we have it from their very mouths, is they're now saying, oh, don't worry about the money. They always say this, don't worry about the money. Mm. Don't worry about the money. We're going to get it back from selling off the land. Oh. Size all around. I thought the whole purpose of this was to create more housing for people rather than housing for property developers. So, what they're basically saying is, well, the only way that we can get the property developers to pay for it is by flogging it off to them. But that apparently is not the object of the exercise. The object of the exercise, so they keep telling us, is to create affordable housing, at least in large part, if not totally. So, if you're reliant, on generating squillions of dollars in revenue from property developers. And remember, it's only a couple of companies, so you don't need to go very far in Hong Kong. They're the only people who will actually be involved in this. Hey, party, party over, party, party pooper, not allowed to
0: come in. Last word today. Is about one of those companies. Oh, um, right. Last word today is an email from Chris. <coughs> Good morning. Haven't heard from you for ages. He said uh, all these politicians calling for massive fines for the MTR seem to be willingly forgetting that the MTR and the government are one and the same. He said any fines will eventually be paid by the taxpayer. It is noticeable
1: that journalists do not pick up on this. Well, he is right. I mean, the, the MTR was so-called privatised, and you can buy shares in it, but the majority of the shares... I think it 's still something like seventy five percent is owned by the public, so yes, they are synonymous the The government um, appoints people to the board of the mtr the government has through the transport department lots of control over it it ain 't no independent company.